Hey, hey, welcome back to A Date with Kate. This week is kind of fun. We are going to be talking about some of the things that I'm planning for my Palm Sunday dinner with my family, um, for some spring entertaining and different events that I'm hosting. And I thought that I would share them with you too, because these have become some of my favorite, easy, beautiful staples. And I'm sure that you are looking ahead, um, needing to do some planning of your own as well. So we'll be breaking it down into different ideas for food, decor, and of course, ways to spend time with people specific to the season. And so let's not wait any longer. Let's dive in. Welcome to Making Room, a podcast by Gather Intentional Living and Everyday Hospitality. Listen, we understand that the way that our culture often portrays hospitality is unattainable. And sometimes even just the thought of opening your door is crippling. Join us in the pursuit to bringing beauty, meaning, and celebration back to the everyday gathering. Go ahead, take your seat. We saved one just for you. If you're anything like me, you've always wondered just a little bit about meal subscription boxes. But what if I told you that I have the answer to no advanced meal planning, no grocery shopping, no big messes, and straight to your door restaurant quality meals? Well, with Gobble, you can have all of that. 15 minute restaurant quality meals. You heard that right. With everything pre chopped, pre portioned, no need to measure or peel or any of the stuff that drives you nuts on a week night, you can have access to a diverse menu of flavors with special options for dietary restrictions, even options for large families and kid-friendly options. With Gobble, you can have all of this delivered right to your door to make your weeknight delicious and so much more simple. Click the link in the podcast notes to get your first six meals for only $36. I promise it's as good as it sounds. Okay. There is no question that spring is my favorite time of year for hospitality. Um, summer for the weather, (laughs) but I just, I love flowers. Um, I love just the introduction of like fresh, beautiful fruit again on the table. And so, uh, let's talk about it. So the first thing that I want to talk about is ways to use edible flowers on your table. Um, this is mostly of course, in the way of food and I get mine, typically at Restaurant Depot because I know that they're cleaned. They're kind of already like pre-picked and prepared. Um, You can have access to Restaurant Depot if you have any kind of LLC, nonprofit. It's actually really good for um, when you're attending my cheese board classes as well because the prices are so good. But you can also go to your regular garden center, get some pansies. Um, Organic would be best. And then just ask... um, you know, the local florist or garden center, how they would recommend you prepare them if you're buying it that way for food safety. But here are a few different ways that I like using it. Three specifically. The first one is after you take them off the stem. So you're left with just the flower. I like putting them in an ice cube tray, an empty ice cube tray, fill it with water. I guess it doesn't matter the order. (laughs) And then you're just going to freeze it. And you could either put them in everyone's individual cups or a clear pitcher. Um, this obviously has the look of floating flowers in everything. Now you might be wondering, what do these flowers taste like? It's kind of like, um, it resembles like a minty taste. That's the best thing that I could, uh, think to compare it to. And so you don't really have to worry about flower or, um, flavor in the flowers and think of it in just regular water. Um, think of it in lemonade, strawberry lemonade, um, even certain, like sangrias or like white wine type drinks, uh, really, really beautiful. 
Moving on to the second thing, if you are making sugar cookies or shortbread cookies, you would lay these on the top of the rolled out dough. So you want to roll it out thin first, lay the flowers on the top in whatever pattern looks nice to you. Lightly roll it with a rolling pin to kind of press them in just a little bit and then just bake them as directed. It's stunning. It's like, it's one of those things that's so impressive. And if you ever find a bakery that does this, they usually charge a ton just for the novelty, but it's as simple as that. Then the last thing is, um, I love making goat cheese, cheese balls. (laughs) Now what I do is I, um, you could learn about this in our brunch board class on hospitality Academy. I'll talk more about that later, but I make a goat cheese wheel with, um, honey or maple syrup, cinnamon, and a little bit of fresh fruit. Um, and then I form the wheel into kind of like a hockey puck and I press the flowers on it. You could do a log as well. I've seen it done both ways and you just lay the flowers on the outside. It is so unbelievably beautiful. (laughs) Um, and it's so easy, right? So those are three ways that you can use edible flowers on your, um, spring table this year. Now infused water is Oh my gosh, if there's any time to do infused water, um, you hear me talk about it so much, but it's the spring. (laughs) Now, I talk a little bit more about it in our uh, drink station episode, but one of my favorites for the season is strawberry basil water. Um, So the flavor ice cube or the flower ice cubes would be my first. Um, Strawberry basil, here's what I'd do I'd cut them very, very thin. And actually, this was a Colby suggestion. He always saw me throw away the part that I cut out off with the stems. But I found that as I thinly sliced the strawberries, or he found this out, when I put the stems in the water as well, it added that extra just like green pop of beauty. So don't worry about throwing those away. Um, so you add the strawberry slices, the, uh, the whole thing, whole strawberry, the basil to the bottom of your pitcher. And here's the trick with all infused water. Um, you are going to fill it with about an inch of warm water. Kind of forget about it for a little bit come back and then add the cold water to fill it to the top. And what that does is that infuses the flavor and just gives it that um, really extra infused (laughs) type effect. Um, If not, it ends up just being more decorative. If you can kind of picture what I'm saying, the longer it soaks in that warm water, uh, the more flavor it gives the whole pitcher. And then my last one um, is probably the one that people think about most commonly with infused water, and that's lemon cucumber. Uh, you could add mint too if you'd like. So I thinly slice the whole lemon rind and everything, cucumber in very thin slices. And the trick is really the slice. So you want them really thin and then just consider the size of the pitcher with the size of the slices. So say, for example, you have a huge jug. It's okay to do whole lemon slices. If I have a smaller pitcher, I usually will cut them in half, uh, just so it kind of looks to scale design wise, but you really don't have to give it that much thought. I mean, you could go crazy with anything hospitality, right? Um, this is just like general starting inspiration. Now, another thing that I love in the way of food for spring is flour cookie cutters. I am attaching um, the type that I'm talking about in the show notes that you could see, but this is a rounded petal flour cutter. So all you need is the flour cutter and a muffin tin. If you have a large cutter, you're going to use a regular muffin tin. If you have the mini one, you're going to use a mini muffin tin. Now, the next thing that you would use is either sugar cookie dough, gluten-free or regular 
puff pastry dough, gluten-free or regular, and you're going to roll it out as directed in the recipe, whatever one you're using, and you are going to press them in the muffin tin to create kind of like a well in the middle. So you're going to lay it flat, kind of push it to the sides, let the petals hang off the top on the flush part of the muffin tin. And here's where the fun part comes in. So there are two ways we can go with this, right? Sweet or savory. My two favorite things to do with the flour cutters um, for sweet is uh, the first one, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm clearly very excited about this, but <laughs> you're going to cook it in the oven um, with the middle empty. So you're going to press the sugar cookie um, into the muffin tin, cook it for like seven to nine minutes. Usually that's what it is for sugar cookies. When it comes out, you're going to let it cool completely. And then it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> you're going to put it with a yogurt bar. This works best with Greek yogurt. But you have your guests kind of fill it with yogurt, top it with fruit, chocolate chips, eh, maybe not for spring, but yogurt and fruit and a little drizzle of honey. And it is just a beautiful, beautiful way to serve something so simple, right? That's almost no prep time. Um, And these finished cups, these kind of like flower bowls they end up becoming um, are just so beautiful. The second thing that I love doing is a cheesecake type recipe or like a lemon curd. Uh, I would encourage you to look um, on Pinterest for a specific recipe with these. You could do like cheese uh, cheesecake cups or uh, lemon curd cups for Easter or things like that. Um, and a lot of different options will come up. Um, but yeah, the lemon curd one, I think I did last year and I, I love all things lemon. So lemon and a flower was just like, oh my goodness, too much in the best way. <laughs> Now, when I do the savory, um, there's a brand of gluten-free pastry, like dough? Yeah, puff pastry. There you go. Oh my gosh, I couldn't get the words. Um, It's called G-Free. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's G-Free. And a local, like very specific health food store near us has it, but I know that you can also order it online. Um, What I did last year for Easter, Palm Sunday, and I'm doing again for this Palm Sunday, is... um, I went on Skinny Taste's website, skinnytaste.com, and she has a fabulous spinach dip. Now, you might notice that if you are dairy-free like me, this is not a dairy-free recipe. But what I did was I just made the swaps. So I had my puff pastry, and then in her recipe, I just swapped the mozzarella or the mozzarella for a dairy-free option. I think I used, oh man, maybe Daya brand, maybe. And then I used a paleo mayo and um, pecorino romano. Because as you guys know, if you know a little bit about the way that I eat in my story, I can tolerate goat milk-based cheeses. So it's basically a Parmesan option, but made with goat milk. Um, And oh my goodness, it's just heaven, guys. It's just heaven. You could do um, spinach artichoke dip. You could do buffalo chicken dip. Um, I'm not doing that because I'm not having orange on my table this year (laughs) for my menu. But um, really, any savory dip, you get the gist. Okay, so infused water and flour cutters. Those two things alone add so much just like seasonal beauty, beauty, beauty to your table um, without much effort. Now, cake. This is like the season of cake. Am I right? We have birthdays. We have, well, you probably don't. I have a lot of birthdays in my family. (laughs) Um, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduations, bridal showers, all the things. Now, I'm not going to talk you through a whole kind of like cake curriculum right now. 
but I will say on hospitalityacademy.com, I have created a curriculum that I really think that I've mastered for the everyday cook, no matter what your skill level is. And I, I truly mean that. And I'm able to say that because I'm self-taught. Um, I didn't go to any classes. I didn't really take any, cl- I mean, very minimal YouTube videos I watched. And so the way that I approach baking is with that very person in those very seasons in mind. So, um, we, in that class, um, it's a naked cake class, which means it's the style that you put the frosting on and you scrape it off and it's stunning, but pretty foolproof, I will say. And what I teach you specifically in that class is how to top it with silk flowers in a way that's, that presents very beautifully. So it's a very easy cake with very easy decor on top with a very stunning outcome. Now, I will say if you take this class and you need to make it for something like Father's Day or your kid's birthday, you could top it with anything. Um, I've seen some of my customers buy toppings on Etsy. There's a lot of cake toppers there. Um, or you could really go to Michael's and get whatever kind of little decor fits your theme um, and just make sure it's food safe and then um, put it on top of the cake. So I will link that class in the show notes as well. We have more cake classes available to Hospitality Academy members. Um, and if you're interested in a membership, all the information's there as well, and feel free to ask questions. Now, brunch boards. Oh, my word. It is like brunch season, right? Spring's just the best. Spring is the best. <laughs> um, so this is a little bit of a plug for the Academy, but I also know it's just going to be super helpful to you guys. So there are two different types of brunch boards that I personally love and that I teach in the Academy. That is our kind of elegant brunch board or like our classic one. And then we have a waffle board. The brunch board is where you would learn to make the goat cheese wheels, um, with the, um, the flour, like the fruit infused and where you could add flowers as well. It has biscotti or biscotti, dried mango, grapefruit wedges, um, all those delicious things. The waffle board is going to teach you how to make an infused maple syrup and how to place all different, um, waffle toppings in one place to create this beautiful waffle bar. So both of those are available there. And what I love about it is there are are options, you know, for kind of a more formal or chic Mother's Day separate or celebration or for uh, sharing with your kids as well. So goodness, guys, as I'm like saying it, you could take all three of those classes with a Hospitality Academy membership um, because it gives you access to all of the classes or you could just buy the one that fits best for you. Okay, so recap on food. We have infused water. We have ways to use um, pansies. Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't say peonies. Pansies. And flower cutters, um, specifically for sweet and savory things. Cakes, um, naked cakes, how to make them for different gatherings and where you can learn how to grow confidence. Brunch boards, different options for serving, for sweet, uh, for um, like family-centered events and for more formal or chic events. And now let's talk a little bit about decor. So as I approach decor or really anything design, here's the reality. My design and yours could look different. We could have totally different styles. We could have totally different approaches, and that is totally okay. Um, I just hope that this gives you a little bit of food for thought um, and maybe, you know, helps you with something that you've been wondering about for, you know, design for this season. So one place that I always start 
um, when the spring comes is I switch out any really harsh colors and patterns for delicate colors and patterns. So I'm actually looking around at um, certain rugs and certain uh, pillows that I've already swapped out. So I really love like cranberry and wine colors for the winter and a lot of gold. And I just recently switched out for very blush, like powder pinks and soft grays. Uh, to me, it just helps me to embrace the season a little bit more. Um, I feel like this is such a light and a fresh season and it helps me just enter into that. Um, now I really love, you guys know this flowers. One of the ways that I incorporate the beauty of the outside inside is going to Trader Joe's or Fresh Market, probably even local farmer's markets, depending on where you live. And it doesn't have to be expensive bouquets. You could just get the baby's breath. You could get eucalyptus. And I try to put them anywhere, like in the flow of my guests. So for example, um, we live in a small house and our guests enter kind of through the mudroom. They walk through the kitchen dining room into like the living room, right? So the path for me is I like to have a bouquet in the center of the table. That's kind of like greeting them when they walk in. I like to have a small one in the bathroom and then something maybe a little bit more significant in our living room. Now, as much as it is for them, it is for me. But again, go, I mean, if you are able to, goodness gracious, have so much fun, make the most beautiful bouquet. Um, and you could take a class from McKenna in the Academy if you need help arranging. But if you need to go simple, please know that's okay. I just stand by the truth that life breathes life. Having living things in your house breathes life to you and your guests, no matter the season. Um, I just recently was at, I think I have a reel or a post about it. I'm not sure if I ended up posting it, um, but Trader Joe's had protea. Is that how you say it? And oh my word, they had wax flowers and eucalyptus. It was like a dream the other day at Trader Joe's. And for $35, I created this. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy. It was so beautiful. <laughs> this bouquet that I know would have cost me at least hundred dollars at my local florist. Um, so again, it's one of those easy things you could you know, go with it, whatever direction you're comfortable and able to. Um, the other thing with decor is really soft scents. So I really love like cinnamons and vanillas. Um, what else do I like? Uh, like Christmas tree type scents uh, all throughout the winter. But when spring comes, I feel like it helps me enter into the season and celebrate the season through like lavender, uh, eucalyptus, lemon, anything that's like fresh linen, <laughs> all those scents. Um, and this could look, you know, whatever, like whatever you usually do, it could look like essential oils. It could look like candles. Um, but again, those three things I think make a huge difference in just making you feel like you are ready for spring hospitality. And these are things that you could do today, this week, um, you know, the next few weeks you could tackle one at a time, but just kind of switching out a few fabrics. Even if you have pillows and you don't want to buy new pillows, um, look for pillow covers. There are great sales at places like West Elm, um, Crate and Barrel. Um, that's where I've gotten a lot of mine because I love the styles and their clearances um, are very, very reasonable. So you could just cover the pillows that you already have, get some fresh flowers at Trader Joe's or Fresh Market, and get some new scents. Now, when we're talking about the people side of things, um, this is a wonderful time of year to just renew and restore and reconnect with people and relationships. And one of the things that's really important to me, I, like many of us, really had a hard time this winter. Um, there was a lot going on just in life, and I just feel like the weather just didn't make it any better, right? Like seasonal, 
what is it? Sad seasonal depression, anything and whatever. A lot of us are there. We've been cooped up. It's been very cold. And so for all of our sakes, um, for the people that we invite over for ourselves, let's be outside. Let's commit to being outside this season as much as possible. Now for me, (laughs) I'm not a big outdoors lover, but I do love my porch. (laughs) So I am just making it a point to over the next few weeks, buying certain pieces that make me feel, um, at home and alive in that space. So, so far what I have done, because I really want to sit outside and eat with guests um, this year, I went to Home Goods recently and I went to their clearance section. Now, usually I'm not a very thrifty person, I'll admit that, but girlfriend loves a good sale. <laughs> and something about Home Goods is their clearance section doesn't mean that it's defective. It either means that it was returned without like the proper packaging but never used, or if they, I don't know if it's like the last unit or the last like five units, but whenever they're low on inventory, it has to go to clearance. And so I have found perfectly brand new things, um, for very, very cheap. So I just went and got this gorgeous, gorgeous outdoor rug that when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, that is Katie in a rug. (laughs) If there was an extension of me in rug form, that would be it. (laughs) So I bought it. I put it outside. It makes me feel so connected to that space in a really sweet way. Um, Over the next few weeks, I am for sure going to be looking into hanging plants. Um, I know in the next few weeks, Costco is going to start with their hibiscus trees, which are absolutely stunning. Um, what else? I'm really hoping to replace my, um, outdoor cushions on my, you know, outdoor table and chair set, any little details like that, that just make you feel like it is an extension of you, um, in that space, a place that you are going to want to belong, want to invite people over to. Anyways, I kind of went off on a little tangent on that one just because it's kind of where my headspace is and I'm literally looking at it as I'm recording, um, which just kind of adds to my to-do list. So moving on, um, another thing that's really great this time of year is picnics. Um, Whether you are meeting someone, just another girlfriend, you are meeting a family, you could say, hey, bring the kids. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the park. Let's go to the lake. (laughs) I'll bring the sandwiches. Do you want to bring a side dish? And there is something about this. I feel like we all fantasize about a picnic friendship, don't we? (laughs) And I feel like we're all waiting for it, but if you think about it, someone has to ask. So why don't you, why don't we all just commit to being the picnic asker? (laughs) You go first and, um, again, create some kind of a plan, whether you're having charcuterie and wine, whether you're having sandwiches and I don't know, or you're stopping at the local market and everyone buys their own stuff on your way there, um, I was not planning about talking about this, but, um, if you looked at our social media recently, we started working with a brand called Poco Loco and they have beautiful, like, I think they're Parisian, uh, no, no Turkish towels. And they act, I I thought about it when they sent it to me, they act as the perfect picnic blanket. And so really I wasn't planning about talking about this, but, um, if you need a new picnic blanket, pocoloco.com, look at all their Turkish towels. You can get 20% off with code gather (laughs) and just start That could be your proactive step today um, with getting ready for picnic season. Um, Now, the last thing is there, over the last few years, I've been seeing these kind of like pick your own flower places pop up. Now, whether you are looking to get to know a new friend or get to know an existing friend better, 
one thing that I'm very, very passionate about um, when building relationships, there needs to be a combination of recreation and vulnerability. So there needs to be a combination of fun and like heart to heart. So maybe it's time for you to invite one of your friends um, to just have fun, to go to a garden center. If you want to invite the kids, invite the kids. If you want to just go with them, go with them. Um, but I know that some of the, our local garden, like pick your own, are already selling tickets in an anticipation of their opening. So look into one near you. And guys, I would be, I would love to be asked. Like if someone said, hey, do you want to go to a pick your own garden or flower arrangement? I wouldn't even like have to think about it. (laughs) I feel like that would be such a sweet thing for people to be asked to do. And if you listen to my episode with Stacey Morgan, she was talking about how she picked a day a week where she would reach out to people to get together and how she was so encouraged how every single person she asked said yes with so much just encouragement and excitement. So guys, find a garden center, go pick your own. Um, If you live somewhere that doesn't have one, go to Trader Joe's and ask someone to if they want to put together flower arrangements, something like that, that just celebrates the beauty of the season. And it's something kind of new and different that um, you haven't done this past very long winter. (laughs) Well, guys, I hope that um, one thing that I don't think I said is I obviously find a lot of joy in this. I I find menu planning and party planning to be kind of my art form. Um, I love it. I thrive in it. I come alive in it. But I know that is not how all of you are. And so if this is something that is hard for you, kind of break it down and look at it as one step a week, one step at a time to build your confidence and to get closer to that. I hope that my excitement and enthusiasm about it encourages you that that is possible for you too, because this is not how it always was for me. Um, Springs were not always celebratory. My table was not always celebratory, but it just took a lot of seasons of learning and practice uh, to get here. And so I hope through all of that, I can encourage you too. Well, guys, if you take any of our classes from Hospitality Academy or put any of this to use, be sure to tag us and send them, uh, send the pictures to us in Messenger. And if you love this episode, be sure to leave a review. It is a lifeline to us as we are working to grow this community. And we would love to thank you with a gift. We are only opening 25 more spots for a ruffle towel if you leave a review. And once those, um, once those are filled, they're done. We're not doing this again. So if you leave a review, send us a picture and we will send one of those your way as we referenced in the last episode. So thankful for you guys. Let's make this spring one to remember. Remember.